This is a Shock Podcast. Shock. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that has an 8-litre lung capacity and the vital signs of an Olympic athlete. Of course, uh, those were the words spoken by a man who is truly delusional. Uh, kind of like these people. I'm talking about the delusional Nicholas John. Hello, hello. And the delusional Mifzal Malik. For once, I admit it. Uh, Karami Kamil is in here. He broke his toe after a bottle of aftershave fell on it and broke. I am the extra delusional Faisal American. While we are on the issue of deluded, let's talk about Manchester United. (laughs) (laughs) And the build-up to the 7-0 defeat at Anfield at the weekend. I want to repeat that, huh? 7-0. Now, in the previews, uh, Eric Ten Hag was dismissive about the so-called Anfield atmospheres, like, eh, it's just another stadium, huh? The pitch is the same size, it's the same ball, the same air is inside, uh, yada, 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 yada. Uh, the pundits were just as bad. Rio, Oli's at the wheel, Ferdinand said he was feeling the most confident in six or seven years. Graham Sunes was practically laughed off the Sky Sports studio when he predicted a Liverpool win. At the end, United suffered their worst defeat in about a hundred years. It was also their biggest loss to Liverpool since a 7-1 thrashing in, get this, 1895. That was when United was still called Newton Heath. So I guess it doesn't count, huh? Different no, <laughs> it doesn't yeah, count. Uh, so what went wrong, guys? Uh, and for once, we cannot blame Harry Maguire. Were we wrong about him all this time? <laughs> no. Uh, I, I think, look. Let, let's be blunt about this. Plenty went wrong uh, for United. They lacked commitment. Uh, they lacked desire. Uh, and it was almost as if they just gave up, you know, mm-hmm. when, when the going got tough. Uh, but what is really frustrating for me as a United supporter watching the match, right, was that all these things that they were lacking, the things that they were supposed to be doing in the match, are all things that they have done in the past. In other matches, they have shown that they can actually play well. They played well against, um, uh, what is it, Barcelona uh, in Europe. They played well in the FA Cup. Uh, so the fact that none of this you know, desire and commitment was there against Liverpool, it, it just pisses me off. Aside from what Nick said, um, it's, it's, even, even, even today, it's hard for me to wrap my head around this. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, I couldn't... I stopped watching after 3-0. It was, it was too much for me to handle. <laughs> and you woke up thinking it was going to be maybe 3-1. <laughs> I, I, I thought, you know, at worst, for 5 nil. So when I, when I went to bed, I watched this with friends, by the which is worse. Because half of them were Liverpool fans. So when I woke up, I'm more surprised you have fat than you have friends. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, did I, what did I say? <laughs> yeah, but when I, even watching uh, up to 3-0, it was just... It was the game where if you followed every United match, mm. that game would have shocked you. Mm. you. Everything that you saw previously went down the drain. You, you, went, you went into the match confident, like, you know, that this, even if we were to lose, there would be a fight to it. But yeah. mm. when it came to this match, 
everything was gone. Mm-hmm. You were worried. After 3-0, you decided you're not mm-hmm. getting in, back into this. It's it's impossible. You know, especially some of the senior players, Bruno Fernandes mm-hmm. in particular. He... Oh. Bruno, Mister, let's shove the assistant referee Fernandez right. and get away with it. <laughs> yeah, and get away with it. He, he was an absolute disgrace as a mm. player and especially as a captain because uh, to down tools like that, you know, mm. to to whine and moan and complain when he should have been trying to rally his own players, mm. that, that's that's just shameful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not exactly captain material. Captain material. And and here's the thing again. Back to my point that I was making earlier. In all, in so many of the earlier matches, he has shown that he has uh, mm. uh, the credentials to be a good captain. Mm. Is this that in this particular match, you didn't see it? He didn't show it. Yeah, I guess that's the true mark of a that's the mark of a true leader. You show all these good leadership signs when the chips are down as well as yes, not. exactly. Yes. And and we failed to see it this time mm. completely. Mm. Okay, now okay, going back to the team overall, right? When do you think that they actually gave up? I mean, they have come down from one nil down before. Yeah. Did you think that maybe after the second goal it was like, oh screw this? I mean, after we've the, lost. After the first goal, there was still hope. Actually, <laughs> I mean, it's like okay, fine, still nothing to worry about. Second goal, you got a bit worried. After the third goal, that's it. Went in. Mm. That was it. it. Was gone. I mean, to, for the fans to give up, it's one thing, but. As a professional footballer you, for a club like United, you never give you up. Don't, you don't just, you know, give up like that. Okay, now let me just say this: Liverpool had a very good game, mm-hmm. right? In spite of all they were saying, unlike what Gary Neville said, yeah, <laughs> and they still lost seven 0 You know, what say what you want about United? Liverpool had a very good game. Mm-hmm. They absolutely deserved the win, and I'm not trying to take anything away from them. But a lot of people are saying this is a humiliating result mm-hmm. for United. But for me personally, I don't think it's a case of Liverpool humiliating United. I think this is a case of United humiliating themselves yeah. with the kind of performance that they put in. I read what Dennis Irwin said uh, recently. He says, um, you know, let's put things into perspective. They already have one trophy. Right. Scoreline aside, this should be considered just a blip. I mean, uh, he recalled back to the time they were beaten 5-0 by Newcastle in uh, 96, I think. They still went on to win the league. What do you think about that? I'm confident that United can bounce back. And they have bounced back in the past. And let's not even go and talk about Fergie's era. Let's just look at United under Ten Hag, particularly this season when they lost 4-0 to Brighton, when they lost, was it 6-3 to City? 6-3, right? Yeah, to City. They bounced back, mm-hmm. and 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 they managed to, to get their season not just come back. They came back much much stronger, and then went on this this unbeaten run and all that. So, I think in this particular case for the Liverpool match, the players had an off day. They didn't turn up. It was horrible mm-hmm. what 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 they did. But it was, in my opinion, an anomaly, mm-hmm. a one off. Um, and like I said earlier, they, they have, we've seen it, they have what it takes to play much better mm-hmm. than what they showed against Liverpool. Um, and I think it was Marcus Rashford who was saying that, who, who said that they want to just, they want to play the next match as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Get all that out of their system, uh, try and put the result behind them. And I think the sooner they do that, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people are just, you know, so worked up over this, like, you know, you mean like, you mean Liverpool? Fans? <laughs> <laughs> they they have decided that this seven 0 scoreline is their trophy for this season. So I I don't don't start now. <laughs> okay, don't start that fight. <laughs> but like I, I I really feel that 
Yes, it was a bad performance aside from the bad result. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not often I switch off after three after three nil. But if we look at the rational side, this should not be what United is as a whole this season. It's it's definitely not seven nil. Yeah, so it's an outlier. Yeah, and, and and if there is a silver lining to this whole fiasco, mm-hmm. I mean, if you really want to scrape the barrel and find mm-hmm. something positive, uh, it, it's that this happened now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they've got a very, very crucial few weeks coming up ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. They're playing in, in the last 16 of the Europa League. They are in the FA Cup quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. They're fighting for the top four in the Premier League. So if they're going to slip up, it's best that it happens now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you, you treat it as a wake-up call. Pick mm-hmm. yourself up, yeah. get everything in order. Yeah, it's also yeah. a wake-up call for Ten Hag not to say crap like what he said in the run-up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never so, discount yeah, Never discount the Anfield atmosphere. Even, okay, the likes of Ferguson, Mourinho, Wenger, they've yeah. all said it is the worst place for United to play. Exactly. And they acknowledge I hope you've learned is. your lesson, Eric. Yeah. Be, be a bit more humble. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no. The, the problem is he usually is relatively humble. I'd say mm-hmm. only, only like adding coming up to this match. Suddenly he says that. I don't know. Maybe it was a, a poor attempt at I don't know Ferguson mind, mind Ferguson, games. Yeah, Ferguson mind games or something, which just blew up in his face. Another thing that um, Ten Hag uh, has in common with Ferguson is the hair dryer. I can't wait to see the ball. The players bald. <laughs> All the hair is melted off. Now let's move on to uh, Liverpool. Uh, Mo Salah, he scored a brace and uh, is now Liverpool's all-time EPL goal scorer ahead of God himself, Robbie Fowler. Uh, they're in fifth place in the league, uh, three points off fourth place Spurs and uh, uh, seven points off United. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, cheap shot. <laughs> cheap shot, I know. <laughs> uh, at the start of March, uh, one website said Liverpool only had a 25% chance of a top four finish this season. Now the same site says there's up to 43%. How do you rate their chances now? That's still less than 50%. Mm. <laughs> no, well, it's better than 25, right? Better than 25. I, I remember even on this show, uh, we were saying how Liverpool would be lucky to even get a place in the Europa League. Mm. And now we're talking about them playing the Champions League. Uh, but if you look at their league form, you know, they are now, like you said, up to fifth, uh, three points off the top four with a game in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're on a run of five games unbeaten in the EPL. So they have the momentum. Uh, and also the win over United will be a huge morale booster for them. You know, So I think they stand a very good chance uh, of making the Champions League places, provided they maintain the form mm-hmm. that they've been on. For me, that is the issue, whether they can maintain this run. Yeah. Their next matches in... Uh... Late March and April, I think they've got what City and I'm not. I'm not looking this up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and some other big teams. Some other big teams. <laughs> now um, it's going to be crucial uh, for their top uh, top four chances. I I think they're going to struggle to get the results needed, mainly because okay, because of the uh, injuries they have. They're going to get more injuries to key players. They yeah. can't afford to lose anyone. Ho- the, ho- hopefully, yeah. fans don't storm the pitch and, and tackle <laughs> the old rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, talking about that, right? Did you see Klopp's reaction to that? He was absolutely livid. I think he was thinking back to what was it, 2018, 2019. There was a pitch invader after the European Super Cup win against Chelsea. Mm. The pitch invader actually caused the, the goalkeeper Adrian to be injured after he slid into him. I think he was getting like flashbacks of that. Why does this only happen to Liverpool? 
pitch invaders injuring players, beach balls scoring goals for you, only Liverpool. It happened against uh, Arsenal, right? Uh, the guy who kicked at Ramsdale? Yeah, yeah, but that's not Liverpool. Yeah, that's not Liverpool. This, this keeps happening to Liverpool. Just specifically Liverpool. I think they're cursed. You're setting your expectations low again, aren't you? Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Now, uh, let's move on to other EPL results. Should we even care? <laughs> there were other games? Yeah, some there were. Teams played, some teams lost. Yeah, the teams that mattered won, I guess. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, wow. Like that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, um, other matches uh, over the weekend. Uh, Man City beat Newcastle 2-0. Chelsea, wow. They actually won, finally, against Leeds. Still. <laughs> By one goal. Still. But it's still a win. Still a win. They'll take that. Okay, Arsenal, uh, 3-2 victory over Bournemouth. Um, and they left it late too, so congrats, guys. Aston Villa, 1-0 win over Crystal Palace. Brighton, 4, West Ham, 0. Uh, <laughs> Wolves had a 1-0 win over Spurs. <laughs> so how did that happen? <laughs> they were Spurs. Okay. <laughs> it makes complete sense somehow. Uh, Leicester had a 1-0 loss to Southampton. Uh, Nottingham Forest and Everton drew 2-all. And um, Brentford... 3-2 victory over Fulham. Happening in midweek, we have the Champions League. You can catch uh, Chelsea v Dortmund, Benfica v Club Brugge, Bayern versus PSG and Spurs versus Milan. Uh, Europa League is also in action in midweek. Um, only two matches of concern. We have Manchester United at home against Real Betis. Uh, which part of the uh, human anatomy is but this again? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thigh or calf? I, I don't know. One of those. One of those. <laughs> and uh, of course, Arsenal are away at Sporting. Let's move on to Formula One now. The new season kicked off in Bahrain at the weekend. As expected, there was a 1-2 finish for Red Bull with uh, Max Verstappen taking the win ahead of his teammate. Uh, Aston Martin's Fernando Alonso. Third, uh, not bad for an old-timer. Of course, it was a nightmare start for Ferrari's Charles Leclerc, who had to retire from this, the race because of uh, technical problems. And uh, that was after bits of his car flew off in qualifying. Uh, so take heart, Man United fans. You're not the only red team that fell apart <laughs> at the weekend. Had to be Ferrari. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. I thought I thought you would be a more you know more competition. Well, no, wait, wait, are, are we still talking about Liverpool United or Ferrari? <laughs> I, I I set myself up there. No, I, I don't think anyone was surprised that it was another Red Bull one-two. Uh, but I do think that many viewers and also some of the teams were a bit taken aback by just how dominant. Verstappen was in, in this particular race. Uh, it, it's like he picked up where he left off last season, mm -hmm. which is not a good thing if you're a Mercedes or, yeah. or Ferrari fan, you know. Um, and, and just like last season, it was a case not just of Max dominating the field, it was a combination of that and the fact that the other teams are struggling again. Mm -hmm. You know, because Mercedes were a bit off the pace as well here in Bahrain. Um, and I think George Russell, it was, who gave an interview after that, saying that the Red Bull's almost impossible to catch. And mm. he reckons he wouldn't be surprised if they go on to win every race this season. Uh -huh. So he's pretty much throwing in the towel, even just one race into the season, you know. Um, the way things are looking now, I think that the only thing that can stop Red Bull and Max Verstappen mm. going on to win another championship is 
reliability issues because we know Verstappen is one of the best drivers on the grid. Mm -hmm. We know he has the best car, arguably, mm -hmm. among the, the lot. So they just, it's a case like, like how we mentioned Liverpool, you know, mm -hmm. we know they can do it. It's whether they can keep it up for the rest of the campaign. Mm -hmm. But if they do have reliability issues, and it's a big mm -hmm. if line, the Red Bulls yeah. have shown that they're, they're pretty solid in that department. Mm -hmm. But if they do have reliability issues, then that's that, that small, tiny window of opportunity for Ferrari, Mercedes, or even Aston Martin, mm -hmm. apparently, <laughs> to, to slip in and, and pull something off. But but that that's provided they don't have issues of their own, which, like you mentioned with Ferrari, <laughs> it's up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do I get this sneaking suspicion that sooner or later the FIA is going to come up with new rules to Some slow down Red Bull? Red Bull rule or something. <laughs> to slow them down and uh, make the other teams more competitive. It's happened with Red Bull before when, uh, when, what's his face? Uh, Vettel? Uh, Sebastian Vettel uh, was dominating. It's happened. They tried to slow down Mercedes and now it's finally happened. It's going to happen again. So they have a thing against Red Bull. No, they have a thing against ultra-dominating teams. They've also tried to um, come up with new rules to slow down Ferrari under Michael Schumacher. And this is all on purpose. Uh, seemingly on purpose. Wait, I... Yeah, if one team dominates, right, not many people are going to watch. It mm. makes it less competitive, less interesting. It's, for all, it's all for the sake of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so basically, Formula One is the uh, motorsports equivalent of the WWE. My God. <laughs> Please don't sue me. Uh, finally... There's disappointment for Novak Djokovic fans. He withdrew from the Indian Wells Masters. Uh, apparently, he wasn't able to get a waiver to enter the US because of him not being, you know, vaccinated against COVID. However, he is expected to turn up for the uh, forthcoming US Open because America's vaccine rules for foreign arrivals uh, should expire by then. Should. <laughs> Anyway, that's all that we have for today's edition of the Podball Sportscast. Thanks for tuning in and thanks to our long-suffering producer, Noura. <laughs> I am Faisal Merigan. I'm Nicholas John. And I am Mimzal Malik. <laughs>